The following is an original audio series from Sierra International Machinery, Pile of Scrap, with your host, John Sacco. Well, hello again, and welcome back to ISRI 2023, a new episode of Pile of Scrap. And today, or this afternoon, what are we? Yep, we're this afternoon. I have the honor and privilege to have a good friend of mine and the new president of Ferris Processing and Trading, Bill, welcome. Bill Sulak. Thank you, John. Thank you so much for having me. This is crazy. It is crazy. You're president of FPT now. It's insane. So let's get right to it. A year and a half ago, Cleveland Cliffs buys FPT, and you're one of the top 10, maybe top five, Ferris metal processors in America. Correct. You're vice president of FPT. And now you have a new owner, and you're like, what does that mean for me? What's that feeling like? That was a very interesting day. Uh, But I'll tell you, John, it truly has been a perfect fit. Um, Cleveland Cliffs, they understand and respect our leadership, our knowledge in the industry. They understand the value that we bring to their organization. And it really is the best of both worlds. They allow us to operate autonomously, move forward with our vision. Okay, so, okay, this is a good point. But when they took over, you guys had to be talking, what now? How long did it take you to get comfortable that they were gonna let you do this? How long did it take in this transition? All right, we got new owners, big people who take a a company from $2 billion to $23 billion in four years. You're like, oh, no. How long did it take for you to get comfortable that the culture was going to remain the same but yet maybe improve? Well, you know, personally, you know, the concern was that um, we would just, you know, that we would lose some of that entrepreneurial spirit that allowed us to become a leader in the marketplace. But frankly, right out of the gate, we saw that they truly valued who we are and wanted us to maintain that identity. We get to, and we get to do that and we get the value of you know, everything that goes along with being owned by you know, a large organization like Cliffs. Well, there's a lot of support there, right? Oh, unbelievable. And so. they're a mill. How many mills does uh, Cleveland Cliffs have? Several. There you are. Okay, this new transitions. Now you're starting to get your legs underneath you. Now we're going. Then all of a sudden, the president of your company leaves. And from the time that happened, how long did it take for them to call you and say, Mr. Bill, we're promoting you to be the new president? I don't know specifically the amount of time, but I would say it was it was within the hour. What'd your heart rate go up to? (laughs) It was one of the most interesting conversations that I've ever had in my life, but uh, it truly just felt like a natural fit. And in that moment, my focus went from whatever it was that I was doing, you know, actually I was driving, when uh, when Lorenzo called. Did you almost get in a wreck? Did you have to pull over? Come <laughs> I, on. I did pull over. <laughs> smart man. I, I did pull over. That's uh, why you're president. You're a smart man, but go on. Come but on. my focus in that moment just went from myself to, you know, the individuals at FPT and and this beautiful company. And it's, uh, haven't, it's been a whirlwind, but haven't looked back since. So 
Being a vice president is one thing, of a region, if you will. Being president of the whole thing brings different challenges, different responsibilities. Now, we were talking before here, and I asked you, you know, vision and how are you going to lead? And, and you were telling me a pretty interesting story about somebody in history that you respect and that it's a style that you want to bring forth. Tell us about it. George. George. There's a lot of Georges. <laughs> There's a lot of Georges. But Mr. Washington, George Washington, uh, our first president, just an amazing human being and, and, and role model. I mean, the, the sacrifice and his model of servant leadership is something that I try to emulate on a daily basis. I have a painting, it's a cheap copy, of um, you know, the painting of him kneeling next to his horse in prayer at the Battle of Valley Forge. And um, it, it's something that I try to live up to you know, each and every day. Uh, I, I see it as my responsibility to our people, to, you know, uh, at, at FPTN Cliffs, and to the industry to do everything that I can to, uh, to develop and act out our vision to help us move forward as leaders in this industry. So, of this vision you're talking about, how much responsibility is you to create the vision, or how much is that because the, the size of, uh, of Cleveland Cliffs is, you know, it's, it's not small when you're a $24 billion company. How much is it coming upon you to, to have all the vision, most of the vision, interaction to create the vision? What is it? They rely on us as experts in the industry to really have the knowledge and expertise to develop that vision, but we are in lockstep in, in thinking and implementation. Uh, it really is unbelievable. So, how so, so tell me something, okay, give us a vision that you, you can share without giving the company secrets away. Give us a vision, a bill vision, your vision. You know, when I look at the company and when I look at the people of FPT, <laughs> We're, we're nearly a 120-year-old company. Let's say that again? Nearly a 120-year-old organization. When you look at you know, uh, some of the original yards that are now, you know, that now comprise, uh, that, that now make up FPT. Uh, when I look at it, when I look at our strength, when I, I, I look at now the uh, benefits that have been afforded us by being part of Cliffs and what that means for us, I truly see wonderful things ahead as far as maintaining our leadership role in the uh, areas that we currently operate in. And I also see opportunity in expanding that footprint uh, strategically in, in, in other parts of our industry. Well, you know, that's, it, look, <laughs> I always used to say to one of your former bosses and mentor, Rob Bakotic, who was a chapter president with me at Israel at, at long ago, over well over a decade ago? I always say he was. He, his title was vice president affairs trading, mm -hmm. and at the time FPT was top two, top three in the U.S. And I said, dude, you must be the busiest man in the world. What's the workload now like, Bill? I mean, you were busy before. What's it like now? Any different? Is it managing your time different? What has changed? You know, we tend to get ourselves into these things, don't we? <laughs> uh, careful what you wish for, right? I, I don't know what else I would do. I, I, I love every single moment of every day of what I do. I, I mean, it's, it's such an honor and privilege to be in this role. 
I am fully and completely dedicated. Yes, the days are full, but it's just managing your time and, and trying to focus on, on you know, the most important topic. You're a very moment. humble guy. I've known, I mean, look, I've known you for over a decade. You're a Long very time. humble guy, incredibly thoughtful, and here you are now, President. You know, we had the, we had such a great time at dinner the other night. You know, my wife, Monica, got to meet your wife, Sean, and- She's wonderful. Oh, and, and you know, your wife, I could tell, is so supportive of all of this. Completely. Because, obviously, amazing opportunity, but yet, you're not, you know, you're not going to change. No. Bill Sulak's not changing just because you are a president of a very large division of a very large company. You're not changing. No. That's awesome. How much do you guys talk about this new, you and your wife, how much do you guys talk about what's going on? Daily. Daily. What's her advice to you? What does your wife tell you that you take with you every day to work? Something that she said that, that's a perfect question. And truly, it's remember your priorities in life. Remember why you're doing this. Simple, isn't it? It's but it, simple. But that, that's pretty cool. It is. She's a great, great lady. I, you know, I could see why. You know, look, they say for every man, there has to be a great woman behind her. I mean, my wife, we were walking out of dinner after a restaurant going, Oh, I just, they are the nicest people. I mean, she just went on and on and on. And I think it's fantastic because I haven't met your wife before. I can't believe it, but it's yeah, true. Yeah, but we've known each other. So I got to tell the story about when you and I first meet. I'm chairman of ISRI. Uh, Rob Pekotic is, um, I, I'm not sure, no, if he was uh, president of the Michigan chapter. I, I believe he was. he was president of the Michigan chapter. Yeah. So, I think so. You guys have your chapter event during Detroit Auto Week or mm -hmm. something to that effect. So part of the the, the, the event is walking the, tra the, the the auto show. And so as we go, you're with me, all right, and everybody else. But you and I, are, for some reason, are walking side by side. So I'm an hour into this walk with you, and you knew every car. You knew every horsepower. You knew everything about every car from Ford to Hyundai, from Kia to Bentley to Austin Martin to Rolls-Royce, Mercedes. Bill, you knew every car. I thought that there's no way anybody could do it. How the hell did you know all of that? I'm I got to know. I'm a car guy. I'm a car guy. <laughs> that simple, huh? I'm a car guy. I, I, I love automobiles. Uh, it's in my blood, just like scrap. I, I, I didn't have a choice. Uh, I grew up in Dearborn, Michigan uh, on a busy road, Telegraph Road, and literally as long as I can remember, you know, sitting there looking out the window on a Friday night, watching, you know, Mustangs, Camaros, Chargers, whatever, drag racing uh, in the street. And uh, I love the sound, I love the shape, uh, I, I, I love everything about them. You know, uh, one of my childhood friends married Lee Iacocca's daughter. Really? Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Uh, I'm being from Bakersfield, California, and here's Lee Iacocca the mogul, I mean, the man, Mr. Mustang, I mean, it's incredible. He ends up marrying Leah, her name's Leah. Wow. And so yeah, my buddy Victor married Leah Iacocca's <laughs> daughter. So it's just, it's crazy really how that small is. this world is. So, all right, car question. You can have any car in the world, Bill. You're gonna drive it, you get to drive it. What is Bill Sulak gonna drive? It's a daily? No, you gotta pick one car, buddy. And it's the car, your dream car. What's your dream car? Okay, well, let's do this. What are you going to drive daily? But give me that dream car. It's going to be your weekend 
car. Okay. Uh, honestly, daily today, right now, uh, a 1997 F250 diesel. <laughs> Why? That's an old car. Old truck. I love it. You know what I love about it? No. I don't. <laughs> what I love about old pickup trucks is bench seat. When my wife and I were dating, I had an old pickup Careful truck. Careful now. It's not I could put up the armrest, and <laughs> she could sit right next to me. So, Kind of nostalgic guy, aren't it you? It is. All right. So any car, give me your weekend car. Weekend car, not the most exciting, but it's under the radar. Okay. Uh, uh, 911 GT3 Touring. That's a Porsche, right? Porsche 911, yes. How, and is that a newer model? Brand new model. It's uh, it's understated, uh, but uh, it uh, it really kind of fits my style. Well, my everyday car, and I absolutely love it, is a Cadillac Escalade. I finally went with the extra long one, and everybody goes, why did you get such a big car? I go, more steel. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. More steel. You know, I'm more as a tank. Love that car. I'll be honest with you. I love it. So for me, I got to tell seats. you, I, I, look, I, I've, I, wanna, I would like to have a Bentley. I had a Ferrari once. Wasn't the greatest driving car. It really wasn't. No. Bentley, I've, I've never driven a Bentley, but the Austin Martin, to me, is such a sexy car. I want to drive one of those. They're beautiful. They are a beautiful car. How do they drive? Have you driven one? I have not. So, so either way, so as pretty as they are, I've got to drive a car that feels good. And why a Bentley, to me, looks like just... The ultimate driving machine. Well, it's it's uh, it's kind of the sweet spot. It goes as fast as you need to. Uh, the, the seats are unbelievable. It's elegant. It's sporty. You could check off all the boxes. So interesting. Hold on, I'm gonna stay on cars for a second. So, I bought my son a truck. It was used, and I had my daughter had a car, and my daughter got in a. Just a minute fender bender, and my son got in a minute, nothing, barely any damage, but it was a fender bender, right? And my buddy, George Adams, says to me, he goes, Johnny, he goes, none of that would happen if you would have had cars with the anti-collision. <laughs> my kids now drive cars with anti-collision. Yeah. How about your kids? Did you, is that something you take into consideration? It absolutely is. Uh, actually, my my 17-year-old daughter, Lainey, uh, she just got into a car accident a few weeks ago, totaled her car. Oh, and uh, all right? Not a scratch on her. Uh, but uh, the point is, you know, across four lanes, through a ditch, uh, landed into a, a nest of, of brush. Uh, very thankful. But the point is, is if it, the, the vehicle didn't have all the, the safety stuff on it, uh, I it could be have been a completely story. different outcome. Wow. Well, thank God she's okay. I didn't know that. You didn't tell me this story at <laughs> no. dinner the other night. Wow. No. Yeah, that's, as a parent, you know, that that's that's the nightmare, man, right? It is. Yeah. All right, so you're here at ISRI. You are, aren't you also now the chapter president of the Southeast chapter? The Southeast region. Oh, my God, of ISRI. Yes. Well, hello, Mr. ISRI now. You know, I used to be a chairman, right? I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> How's it, how's your involvement? How are you liking that? I love it. I, I, I mean, the the group that we have in the southeast specifically, it's such a great group of people. 
I love it. And it's, it, similarly, it's my, it's my obligation. This industry has done so much for me, for my family. It's not a choice. You know, I, I have to do whatever I can to, to, to help promote the industry that has done so much for me. But I, I always, I have got some of the greatest friends because huh. of history. Look at you. Look at you and me. Bruce Blue. George Adams, you know, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Friends from all, Sheldon. Sheldon and I have become friends, we became friends because of Israel. Yeah. So, you know, to me, every time I go to an Israel event, board of directors, it's exciting. I get to see my friends. Yeah. You know, it's like the, your childhood. It's real. These friendships are real. They are. And the work's not that hard. No. And I, I think people in our industry need to know that you can get involved and be involved. That's a great point. Uh, yeah, I don't know how many times I was asked this week, you know, how do you do it? Uh, it's not that hard. No. It, it really isn't. It's just, it, it's just a little bit of time each and every day. And when you're doing something to help, you know, uh, something that you're passionate about and love, it, it's, it, it's insignificant. You know, from a timing standpoint, and uh, we need you know people to continue to step up and in, into roles and 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 to help you know, our industry grow and develop. So, la- last point before we bring this podcast to a landing here. You said to me the other night you rewatched, repurposed my docu series mm-hmm. on, you know, the metals recycling industry, steel making, and you said, "How can I help?" And I found that a very interesting question, and it's to me, it's about more people getting the message about what we do because you know we are misunderstood. We don't people want to call us junk dealers. We handle waste. Uh, you know, we're none of that. We are the metals or materials recycling industry. How are we going to get more people on board to continue pushing the message, Bill? You are now our chapter president. You, your company. How how are you going to go about that? Or is it something? that you've given any thought to? How is that? Where is that in your mindset? I, I have. And, you know, after watching, you know, all four videos twice, you know, which they're phenomenal. I'm going to watch you. them again. <laughs> I, I really will. And after the meetings here this week, um, it has become more apparent than ever that, you know, we all need to do, you know, our part in, in stepping up and, and helping the world understand the, the value in the necessity of our industry. Um, and it's just those little things every day. It's those little conversations. It's, it's the change in modification of messaging and, 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 and how we relay that to the world. It's engaging at you know, all levels, you know, uh, state, local, and federal. It's, it's, it's uh, talking to your neighbors. It's, it's just doing what we do each and every day, but being intentional about you know, yeah. how we portray yeah, we can't you know, hide this anymore, world. Bill. No, we can't. You know, and, and so when I get out there and I do repurpose, it's like, here we are, people. Here's here's our industry. And without us, nothing gets made. You know, you just can't live your life without what we do. Go ahead. That was, that was the simplicity of it is what's so profound. Because it's like, well, gosh, you like driving a car. Well, good luck with that without, you know, without the recycled materials. You know, real quick industry. before we close this, because, you, you know, your company has uh, BOFs, the, the integrated mills. Uh, repurposed, the season one was on an electric arc furnace. But not everything can be made that we need in this world from EAS. Certain steel has to come out 
of an integrated mill, but it has recycled 20 to 30% recycled content in it, right? Absolutely Tell correct. us real quickly, what items have to be made that we use in our daily life have to come from an integrated mill? Because you know, this isn't just about, we have to be 100% recycled iron. Mm -hmm. But the fact of the matter is, coming out of integrate, there's a significant percentage of recycled metal content. Absolutely. In it. So tell us about that. Tell, tell us what products have to be made from an integrated mill. So, you know, quite simply, touching on you know a, a prior topic, automobiles. Okay. Tell us about that. Effectively, you know, when you're looking at, and I am not a metallurgist. Okay. Uh, you know, at some point, you know, I'd love you to meet with, uh, you know, the technical guys. They can walk you through this stuff, and it's really amazing to, to, to really have a conversation with them. But when you're looking at some of the, the uh, more technical grades of steel that are produced, it just, you know, you just can't get there today without the use of a BOF, without the use of BOF technology. Well, and see, it's good to know, but you know what the good news is? They're using, it's getting it's increasingly more and more, a little bit more recycled iron content in it, and that's that's a great thing. It's a good story. It is a great because story. Because I think we have to tell. Well, listen, we're going to bring this in for a landing now. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Congratulations. You are going to do, I know you're going to do an incredible job. What a great, just, it's, it's, it's just fantastic to me that my friend Bill Sulak is president of an amazing company. You're gonna kill it, you're gonna do amazing. Good luck to you. Thank you for being on Pile of Scrap. Last word to you. Thank you so much, John, for everything that you do for the industry, and uh, your friendship means the world to me. Thank you, sir. And that's it for another episode of Pile of Scrap here at ISRI 2023, Nashville, Tennessee. This has been a Sierra International Machinery original audio series. Thanks for listening. Please share this podcast and make sure to subscribe.